0: Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
1: Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view.
0: You're listening to Fox
3: Sports Radio. Radio. Kawhi will be a Laker. (laughs) Will be a Laker. I'm sticking with that by the time we get on next week. Until he gets traded to another team, I'm still going to say he's going to be a Laker. I got that right. Until he got traded to another team. Who called that? Yeah, he Who got traded that? to the Raptors. He is a Toronto Raptor. Who called that one? The
4: red and purple. Arnie, I got to say, I can't believe I'm even letting you on air today. I was filling in with Jason Smith last night. I told him, I said, I'm going to have to fire Arnie before the show. I don't feel good about it. I don't want to do it. But I'm going to have to let the I guy go. I just said until he got traded to another team. No, you said you're, that he was going to be a Laker by the time we came on air tonight, Arnie.
3: Kawhi will never go ahead and pull it on a Raptor uniform. By the way, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Did you know that 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? What do you got to do? Visit Geico.com for a free rate. Quote, he's Aaron Torres, Aaron underscore Torres, or I'm at stinking Genius 1. Um, give me credit, at least something happened this week I told you it was going to happen, I thought he was just going to go to the Lakers, but I still maintain he'll never step foot, he'll never put on a Raptors uniform uh, now we'll see him go for, you can play that all you want, I don't know what you're doing that for because he will be traded to the Lakers before the start of the season I feel pretty be good about traded,
4: that. Be traded? What? Be traded to the Lakers before the
3: start now of the gotta season? You got to wait, what, two months or something like that? Why? Or, or,
4: why? Yeah. They just The Raptors
3: just gave up an all-star to get him why are they going to trade him? Uh, because he doesn't want to play there. <laughs> it's that simple. You know, it's like, why are you breaking up with that girl? Oh, uh, because she doesn't like you anymore. The That's guy, why you got The guy already
1: up. broke off with one of the great coaches in the NBA. He had a falling out with Popovich. Like, why would he want to do further damage to his reputation by forcing a trade out of Toronto? Why? Come, on, come, his, come on his Spanier. reputation his
3: reputation hasn't been damaged now over the last year but he's only yeah played so nine he's got to
1: repair it so go go play a good season in toronto and then go to the lakers next year it's not that hard but by the way they know we're gonna just get admit into this. the lakers aren't winning the title next year they're not come on arnie
3: one of the questions i was going to throw out is are the lakers any closer to the golden state warriors now that they signed michael beasley the answer is Hell yes. They're they're closer
4: to uh, to uh, the bad news bears. Oh, uh, the bears. Cleveland Indians in Major League the movie. They are not close. The Warriors just signed an All Star. Uh, the 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 Lakers have signed four guys. I, I can't get enough of this story because LeBron. What is the overarching thing that we'll always remember the finals, LeBron? pointing at J.R. Smith saying,
3: what are you doing? He signed
4: four (laughs) West Coast J.R. Smiths to his team.
3: He's got a whole team of J.R. Smiths. You mean so these guys are not going to know how many timeouts there are or or what the score of the game is? Is that what you're going to tell me? I'll be amazed if they all just make it to the arena on time. Oh, stop it. All right, look. We got a lot to get to. Great night. No slow period here. Like I said, if you want to send us tweets, Aaron underscore Torres um, at genius one or if you want to do it the old-fashioned way, 877 on Fox, 877 Let's back up a little bit. Let's go to Kawhi. I did say he was going to be a member of the Lakers by the end of the week. I knew something was going to happen. This couldn't continue. I'm not going to take any credit for that because um, it, it couldn't continue on this path. It, it was too... Uh, toxic, Uh, not only for San Antonio, uh, but for Kawhi and and everybody else involved out here. With that being said, uh, Aaron, I got to be honest with you. I really feel like San Antonio could have gotten a better deal somewhere else I feel that they're just sticking it to Kawhi Leonard and shipping him off to a place that he really doesn't want to be. Am I wrong about you, that or what?
4: I mean, as usual, 100% wrong. What, well, why, I mean, that's not what really do mean new. as usual? I don't understand that. Well, I mean, you said Kawhi was going to be a Laker. You said uh, right. the Rockets were going to win the championship. You did get Villanova winning the did national get championship. I that yes. And I think you picked France, too. I think both of us picked France. So, by the way, we are the preeminent uh, home of soccer during the 2022 World Cup. I want everyone to remember that. But... Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I first of all, they got an all-star caliber player. To me, what this comes down to is, first of all, we don't know what else was on the table. I mean, the, the crazy thing to me, Arnie, is people were saying, and not just you, but like, oh, they didn't get enough. Well, what was really available to them? I mean, remember, Philly came out with that that list that what you couldn't trade for Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and Markel Fultz. Well, who are you going to get? Boston, their top five, including the two young guys, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, they weren't available. Right. So, like... What what was on the table? And as you said, Arnie, I you know I, I can't believe I'm saying this. I do agree with you on one thing in that uh, it was everybody needed to move on because obviously uh, you know the season will be here before long, and and San Antonio had to make a move. They got an all star. I mean, they I don't I, I, I think it's pretty clear if Demar Derozan is your best player, you're probably not winning a championship. But I'm I'm of the opinion that they could have done a lot worse, all things considered.
3: What's Toronto's thinking? Was this is the, this is the longest I've talked about Toronto in, in my 30 years of doing radio for crying out loud? I mean, usually it's Maple Leafs or it's Blue Jays. I mean, we're not talking about the Raptors after basketball season. We're not even talking about the Raptors during basketball season. <laughs> uh, True. but what, what is their rationale? What? We have not made any splash. It's always about the Maple Leafs and, and Blue Jays. We've got to do something. We're losing with the, we're not winning with the Mar de We could, I'll lose without them also, and get rid of that payroll. I'm not sure what's going on
4: here. See, this is this was my thought and we talked about it last week. Is I, I to me, it makes sense in the sense that the Raptors, the window to kind of prove that you're not a total fraud is next year, right? Like, wow. yeah, I mean, I hate to say it. I mean, no, that's okay. Go th- ahead. Three, you lose to the Cavs in four games after earning the number one seed. People start to question uh, your viability, and so to me. I think the window is next year. you got to prove that you are legitimate. Um, and then if you don't get there, you're probably going to blow it up anyway. So if you keep DeMar DeRozan, if you keep Kyle Lowry and you lose in the second round again, then you probably have to blow it up anyway. So why not go for the uh, the home run? Kawhi Leonard, when healthy, we're assuming that the Raptors have some sort of uh, belief that he is close to 100 or at least
3: close to being ready to play, He's one of the five best players in the league, and I, so I say go for it. I know, so let me get this right you you got re- you you think the DeRozan is is fantastic because you're saying what do you mean? No, you No, than- I don't think he's fantastic. You I just said, told me I, what do you want? They got an All Star when look, you said they didn't get you enough. You just told me that.
4: But you can win the finals when Kawhi is your best player. We learned that in 2014. You can't get a, there's a difference between a superstar and an All Star. I mean, uh, Rayshon Paul Millsap has been an All Star. Paul, you're not winning much if Paul Millsap is your best player. Kawhi is a legitimate superstar, two-way guy, a great defender, elite defender. Why not go for it? And then if he leaves, first of all, if you win, he'll probably stay if you win enough. And if you lose, it was time to blow it up anyway.
3: So, so you're telling me you could allow, if you're Toronto, you could allow DeMar DeRozan to leave and get absolutely nothing in return because Kawhi Leonard— is going to leave at the end of the year. Are you going to take that risk? You see, and again, you tell me if I'm wrong on this, and maybe I'm nuts. I always thought that San Antonio never wanted Lonzo. So what Toronto's doing is fine. We'll make the trade. We'll call the Lakers, we'll take Lonzo and make a deal out that way. Am Ooh. I nuts on that or what? Ernie. Oh <laughs> like my that god. One, huh?
4: You're playing check chess when everybody else is playing checkers, it sounds like. You don't
3: you don't think that but I really think that's a strong I, look, I think Lonzo's got a place. It's just not in Los Angeles with the Lakers. I, I think I think really he could benefit by going to a place like Toronto, uh, you know, being a longtime person there, running the team, being their point guard. Um, and I think there are a few teams that would like him, but I, I think that's far enough from the limelight uh without his dad making waves. You tell me.
4: See, I, I actually feel like it's the exact opposite. You know what LeVar would <laughs> see? Dollar signs. You see those Canadian coins right, right, with right, uh, right. with uh you know the Canadian coins with the, the, the prime Bitcoin. minister or whatever. Oh, no, yeah. thought- <laughs> well no, and I was gonna say, I mean, what what Lavar would see is another opportunity in a new country to market right, his right. brand. But look, I, I will say this is that um one, I, one, I'm one, i totally on board with you on Lonzo, is is I don't know if it's going to work in L.A. I, I, you worry, and I've always felt this way. Even I love Lonzo as a draft prospect. I said I would take him over Markel Fultz. I stand by it, all that. But you wonder if there are too many quote-unquote distractions in L.A. As you said, Arnie, the family's here. From day one, Magic Johnson said, hey, leave a few records for me in the record books, you know, and you do wonder for a 19-year-old kid when he was drafted, I think he's, you know, 20 now about to turn 21, if maybe it was a little too much too soon, but I do agree with you, there's there's plenty of teams that could use someone like Lonzo, but it does—doesn't it feel like, by the well, way— Well, they I, say he's
3: untradeable, though, that nobody wants Nah, him. I don't think the Spurs want him. I don't, th- I don't think right. Popovich do Pop- him. Right, because Popovich—exactly. He's not a Popovich guy. But that doesn't mean he doesn't have a place with several other teams in the NBA, like I said. I agree. And, and maybe Toronto's one of them. I mean, hey, you know, they've they could get Lonzo, another player, get those two draft picks— that's not too bad for a guy that doesn't want, even want to be in the team in in Kawhi Leonard. That's not too bad at all. Well, let me let me
4: play devil's advocate yeah. here, though. Is if you feel if you're the Lakers and you wouldn't give up any of the big puzzle pieces. Why would it, but puzzle pieces this summer because you feel like Kawhi's coming next summer? Why would you then give up pieces at the trade deadline? Because San
3: Antonio, well, because to Antonio, get rid of Lonzo, basically. To, well, I don't think it's going to be at the trading deadline. I think it'll be before the start of the season. Do you have to wait the two months? Can something be done about that? I'm not even sure about that, to be honest with you, but let's just forget about that for a second. San Antonio didn't want Lonzo. So if you can get Lonzo, one other person, I mean, Kuzma would be, oh my goodness, that'd be a bargain for them, but you get Lonzo, one other person, and a couple draft picks. Is that really? Uh, making the look, the Lakers are okay with getting rid, rid of Lonzo. It's that second person that may hurt them for a little bit, but you don't want to waste another year while LeBron's on the team. Fifteen yes. years in the NBA, I don't think you have to start wasting years. When you all you have to do is make that one move to a guy that wants to come.
4: Well, yeah. Considering how poorly you started off the show, I can't believe how much I'm agreeing with you here. Wow. But, <laughs> no, but I do agree. I, I found this really interesting. Is that maybe it's me living in LA? Whatever it is, Lakers fans think that they get LeBron for perpetuity, like for the rest of time. It's like. I get that he is uh, a player. We have never seen a guy stay this healthy and play at this level for this long. I think that's pretty accurate, safe to say. Maybe you could argue Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or somebody like that. But, right. but I, Lakers fans act like you know they get Le- LeBron for the next fifteen years. And no, three to five years. I totally agree,
3: and that three, was that's why you can't waste a year now. That's that's why you go after Kawhi Leonard if all you have to do is give up one or another person with those draft picks. Well, now
4: now it gets interesting, and I will say I I, I see where you're coming from, and it does make sense. Is that if, uh, I don't know if it'll happen by game one, but you're right. I mean, if if things don't click, I mean, the thing with Toronto that we have to remember, and again, this is the first time you and I have ever talked Toronto. I'm pretty sure this is the first time most of us uh, in the radio business have ever talked Toronto because of this Kawhi thing. But first-year head coach, let's not forget that, uh, you're transitioning all these new pieces, all right. these new roles, and I think right. you are right, Arnie. I think that there's a window that you would have to wait to trade them. But I do think there, there is there is a, a feasible chance that things could not start off well. And if that's the case, it might make sense to move on early.
3: Yeah. I, and look, if you wait till the trading deadline, then I, forget about getting 50 cents on the dollar. Then you're getting 20 cents on the dollar. Now, look, I, I understand what they wanted to do was get rid of DeMar DeRozan's contract, and they had to resign him because they got rid of the coach, so they couldn't let everybody go. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we're going to get into that when we get back because I got a few thoughts on DeMar DeRozan ripping Toronto and going, Oh, look what they did to me. They stabbed me in the back. Oh, my goodness. They, they said they weren't going to trade me. I, I'm going to get to that coming up. But uh, he's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. That's coming up next. We are Fox Sports Radio. All right. This segment of the show brought to you by Granger, the products and services that you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help you keep your facility running. Granger. For the ones who get it done, he's Aaron Torres. I'm Marty Spanier. Aaron, we're going to get into Jimmy Garoppolo a little bit later on. That's correct.
4: Uh yeah, maybe. Okay, because our
3: well, because our producer Mike Myers, since we're going to get into somebody else's dating habits, our producer Mike Myers will uh, go through all our bosses. Uh, dates and wives, and see which ones are appropriate to go out with our boss. I don't even know if that I is have coming had, up later on. I don't see?
1: even know if I would have that information to yes. disclose because I'd probably I mean, get fired. Are you trying to get me fired, Arnie? No, but
3: how embarrassing is it that we're going to be judging somebody on a date because we don't find it Listen, appropriate? Arnie, Could you imagine I, I, if I, was, I don't this.
1: think it matters. I think just, I think just a lot gosh. of people are going crazy over it. Shame on just you, cause, guys.
4: Just because you, uh, gallivanted around LA with a bunch yes. of models in your younger life, yeah. I mean, some of us, I, I, I. so uncalled for. What,
3: what, 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 Ryan doing right now? I mean, this Listen was this that. was you what? back in the '60s, man. No, no, no stop Studio, with the Studio '60s, Studio '54. Come what on, means, we, you were there. We, all right. later on, we're going to go through all our host wives and which one are inappropriate to be dating the other host. Okay, that's coming up later on from Aaron Torres. So write down everybody's wives. And you tell me which ones are appropriate and which ones are not appropriate. I mean, by the way, I think that would be riveting radio if you would do that. I, I really do. I, I think that would get uh, garnish a lot of response from some of the other hosts. To be honest with you,
4: listen, I don't speak about <laughs> anyone's dating life unless they bring it into the public and end up. On oh, YouTube. I see. I see. He brought it on himself, right? Is that what I'm taking? I, I right? mean, I, I all I'm saying is, yeah. yeah uh, you, you know, yeah. you could have been a little more discreet than walking the streets of Beverly Hills, where there's a TMZ camera, you know, sh-
3: propped up on every street corner. That's all I'm well, saying. That's 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 your neck of the woods. That's why. That's why you're upset. About I that. know. That's yeah. why
4: I never end up on TMZ. I stay away from Beverly Hills. Clearly, that's uh, the only reason I never
3: end up on TMZ. Getting a lot of tweets. Uh, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm um, at Stinking Genius One. Oh, like Craig. Uh, tell stinking a genius to do us a favor and move to Toronto and root for the Raptors like Drake. We don't want him in this country. Wow. Well, I, I, let me hit the like button on that, and I'll retract. Could I retweet that to like the whole world? And, and what, what did I do? And, and by the way, Joni has a good one. So I let me get to the one from Joni. Obviously, she's a big fan of the show.
4: So oh, Joni goes. Said? So hey,
3: uh, I've heard your commercial a hundred times about warm basketballs being bouncy. Uh, i i do a national commercial that plays all over the place so it seems to be the same theory would apply to cold footballs weird are you going to apologize to tom brady for all your smack talk about him you uh, mike Myers, can i read that word on the air is no that,
1: we'll get shut down okay
3: well is that are those like purple cats staring me down on the emoji First of all, I would say
4: you you say that Joni is a huge fan of the show. She didn't even tag me. I think she's a huge fan of Arnie Spanier. Maybe, maybe not. Well, she
3: called me a word I can't say. So, oh, yeah, yeah, like a good word, a fun word, like a Jimmy G and uh, Kia Miara word, or I don't even know know what you're spelling there. But it's not a word appropriate for the air. That's all I can tell you. That so. Uh, there you go. Well, what? well uh, we have a lot more to get to. Aaron underscore Torres, of course, ad stinking genius. One. I want to get to Demar Derozan. Uh, before we do that, though, the president of Toronto. Uh, how do you say his name, Masai Jury? Did I get that right? Yeah, it sounds about right. Uh, close enough. Um, he said, "I uh, made a comment uh, after the trade was done because Demar Derozan was so upset about it." Uh, here's what he had to say. It's another big day for the Raptors. Uh, first of all, I want to. I uh, apologize to DeMar DeRozan for maybe a, a gap of miscommunication.
1: When you're in my position, you know, um, you, you always have to be open in what you can do. Both of us um, had a
3: conversation, and uh, me and DeMar know what that conversation was, and maybe I should have handled it, um, you know, better. Um, that's, that's
1: what I'm apologizing for.
3: Well yeah, well, that boy, you got to toughen up a little bit, Buttercup. First of all, uh, one minute he's saying this is the best day in like Toronto Raptor organization history, uh, but the next thing you're apologizing—that's like apologizing to your ex-wife because you're getting remarried to somebody you love. Well, what kind? Who's better you looking?
4: Apologize who, for who's better looking
3: uh, and richer. better job, makes more money, exactly, and is 20 years younger. Oh, I'm sorry, I had to throw that. I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. okay. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. I mean, you've already upset half yeah, of America and some I'm of sorry. Canada too. I know that, but I mean, really, what are you apologizing for? As to Demar Derozan, you know, somebody just like uh, a month ago said, "Hey, whatever happened to Demar Derozan?" I'm like, "Who? Yeah, exactly. Who? I would. I haven't talked about Demar Derozan since he was in college. When I go, Demar, De, I go, whatever happened to him in college? You go, I think he played in Toronto, and I said, "Does Toronto have a basketball team?" I don't know. Yeah. I mean, really, you should be lucky we were even talking about you to begin with, too. He feels like he's sliding. Oh, yeah. He feels, oh, because you spent, what, eight, nine years? Nine years, nobody even knew you were in the NBA. You're getting paid millions of dollars. This is what you signed up for. Uh, yeah, okay, so what? The guy said he wasn't going to trade you, probably, and he ended up trading you. First of all. Puffin up, Buttercup. Go I, ahead, Aaron. I was going to say, first of all you could have been traded to a
4: place a lot worse than the most successful franchise yeah. of the last yeah. 20 years. Could have that... done
3: the Sacramento. No offense to everybody up there in Sacramento. Totally agree. Here's my other thing. Totally theme. agree. They're all gay offense to Sacramento. No, I, I love Sacramento.
4: Uh, Great state capital. Beautiful uh, uh, okay. stuff in Sacramento. Put your foot in your mouth. No, nah, it's okay. Anyway, so here's my question, though. I mean, in, you know, Masai Ujiri also kind of said throughout that kind of situation that maybe like he said, miscommunication, and my whole thing is this, Arnie, is that they talk during NBA Summer League. That's right. NBA Summer League started almost a month ago now, maybe not a month, but three weeks ago. It started right after July Fourth, and so is it possible? The word you, Jerry, used was miscommunication. We didn't. There was no Kawhi to the Raptors buzz till like a week ago, right? And so, right. to me, I think it's very possible. That when Masai Ujiri spoke with DeMar DeRozan, he said, you know, because Ujiri also said that he was talking to DeMar DeRozan about his role for next year and those kind of right. things, that he was speaking the truth in that moment. And of I, course he was. And that's my that's my problem with DeMar DeRozan being all upset is the idea that, like, I don't I don't actually think, and, and only the two of them know what was actually said in that meeting. I don't think DeMar DeRozan was lied to. I think Masai Ujiri told him the truth, and then, as you said, Arnie— Masai Jerry had a chance to upgrade his roster in the last week, week and a half,
3: and he took advantage of it. Because I'm sure uh, players have never went back on their word about yes. contracts, right? You're right. No, yeah. you're right.
4: Yeah. Carlos oh, yeah, that's That's payment. never happened there. Oh, please. Oh, please. Huh? Well, if DeMar DeRozan had a chance to better his—I mean, look— Say you know, look, it's a little it's a little weird because Demar Derozan signed for a max contract. But if the Raptors had offered him, say, you know, five years at ten million dollars a year when he was a free agent, and he agreed verbally to it, and then a week later or a day later, the Golden State Warriors offered him twice the money, he's going to take twice the money because that's what's best for Demar Derozan. Masai Ujiri, his only responsibility is to making the Raptors the best that he possibly can. I don't think there's any debate that Kawhi Leonard, at least on paper, makes you significantly better than having DeMar DeRozan in his place.
3: Has Kawhi spoke to Masaya Jury yet? They took a picture yesterday. You didn't see it? Okay. No, I didn't see the picture. I've not seen the picture. Kawhi, uh, it, it was like
4: a third of a smile. It was like this. I don't sm- believe you smile. It was like the smile you make when your significant w- was other. It photoshopped? Tri- no, it wasn't <laughs> photo. It was like the <laughs> smile you make when like your girlfriend or wife tries really hard To make a good dinner, or your husband, you know, different people cook. You know, they tried hard. It tastes really bad, but you got to smile. You you do that like little crooked half smile because you know they tried hard, and you got to do it. That was kind of the Kawhi Leonard smile that that we got out of him. There, it was like a third of a smile. He tried really hard. He knew it was the right thing to do, but
3: I don't think he actually knows how to smile. No, I I don't think he has it in him. But uh, I don't believe. Uh, that more is not to come. I really think he's going to shake it up. And, again, I'll have to look up the rules of the NBA, but i get getting traded for about two months after this trade. But I, I could see the Lakers making a final push, because they don't want to waste another year of having LeBron on the team when you've played 15 years. Well, you want to go for it every single year. I think they want to figure out a way to get a trade now and get it done with Toronto. Or maybe I'm completely done. Maybe Toronto just wants them four years so they can, what, losing the Eastern Conference Finals or losing the championship and then lose a player? Is that what they're aiming for? I'm not sure. No, they're playing to win. You play to win the game, Arnie. Well, well they're not going to Stop it. Why? They're going to win with Kawhi Leonard? That's enough to win a championship? That's just enough to get him to the championship? That's all they really want. Yeah,
4: I mean, they're not going to win the finals, but I mean, I, I don't think it's inconceivable that they could potentially make the finals. I don't know that I would bet on it. I don't know that I'd bet them passing the Celtics, but I think you could, you could make the argument that they are now – the second best team in the East behind Boston and anything can happen in a seven game series. Kyrie Irving has no track record of staying healthy consistently. You just never know.
3: Yeah. I I see you sent me the picture now. What do you think Um, of the smile? What do you think? Wow. That is a, he's trying like him at a Eddie Murphy concert or something like that. (laughs) That's the most
4: you'll ever see. Kawhi smile. He tried really, really, really hard. Like, you know, they say that it, it, it takes more muscles to frown than smile. Right. He used every muscle in his body to to muster that. Uh, like I said, it's like a third of a smile.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give him some. I'll give him a little bit of credit. That has me worried now. To be honest with you, look at that. <laughs> that a <laughs> the, the
4: smile has me worried. Look at the
3: Raptors official Twitter account. You think they're not?
4: You think they're tweeting it out if they if they don't feel great about that that third of a smile they got from Kawhi?
3: Look at him. He's never looked happier. Look it. He never. He looks happy. thrilled. He's never looked happy. He has there it you. for let's, real. Let's just go ahead and start with that. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at stinking genius. One uh, was all the drama with the Patriots for real. And what about going from NFL worst the first? I got a great stat for you. Uh, we're going to touch on that. That's coming up next. First, the Sager, though. Get us caught up in all the scores. What's trending out there, the Sager?
2: Good evening, gentlemen. We just had a final score in from Texas. Cleveland sixteen to three in a geez. game started by Bartolo Colon. He took the loss. He came out in the 5th inning, he allowed 5 runs. Woo. The next reliever gave up the next 11 runs oh, in geez. 4 innings of work. The great people at Stats with a couple notes from this game. That reliever, Austin Bimmens Dirks He's the first guy since nineteen forty four in the majors to in one game in relief allow at least eleven earned runs and wow. thirteen hits. <laughs> so wow. congratulations. And in the game the Ranger Shin Su Chu went over four. Easy. Gotta go slow on that one. Yeah. He snaps his on base streak. He gotten aboard in fifty two straight games until tonight. The last lefty hitter with a streak of 50 or more getting on was Barry Bonds 15 years ago. And we have a final now at Arizona. The Rockies have beaten the Diamondbacks 6-5. That's great news for the Dodgers because they committed three errors and lost tonight, 4-2 at Milwaukee. Pittsburgh won its 8th straight game, 6-2 at Cincinnati. Kansas City and Miami with wins. Houston shut out the Angels 7-0 in Anaheim. George Springer with a grand slam. St. Louis split a doubleheader. Matt Carpenter with a home run in each. Detroit shut out Boston 5-0. Toronto and the Yankees with wins. Yankees edged the Mets today 7-6. The Mets traded closer Yuri's Familia to Oakland. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, to visit Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Just two ball games still going. The A's are holding on to a 3-2 lead over the Giants, bottom of the seventh. The three were given up by Madison Bumgarner. San Francisco's no. starter only lasted four innings, Jeez. 92 pitches in the four innings. The White Sox are leading 4-0 at Seattle in the bottom of the fifth. Felix Hernandez off the DL after the bad back was the starter for the Mariners. At the British Open, Jordan Spieth is tied for a two-stroke lead after a third Around 65. Tiger Woods, four shots back. Back to you.
3: All right, thanks a lot to Sega. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Remember now, easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Just go to geico.com or give them a call 1 800 947 Auto. And the only hard part, well, that's figuring out which way is easier. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. Great Saturday night. Uh, going on right now. You did a little fill in last night, did you not, big boy with Jason Smith?
4: Yeah, I you know, uh lot of uh Mets talk. So I you know, I, I appreciate you not subjecting Why? me to yeah. <laughs> Well we were in the middle of Familia Watch on on the trade block, but no Jason's awesome. I've worked with him before uh, but we missed you. It was, you know, it was funny because I told him on air that I was going to have to fire you today. And yes. he was very surprised. Apparently, they, they don't just fire each other uh, oh, weekly. They don't do that, everybody else? No, I guess not. Yeah. I, I mean, when I told him that uh, I had to fire you, he seemed very <laughs> concerned about your future. I said, no, I don't actually think I have that authority. But, you know, I have to do but it every do, once in a while. Oh, well, okay. Uh,
3: by, by the way, I I named my son Shea for Shea Stadium. You know that, right? I did not know that. No? And if it was a girl, I was going to name her Madison. Uh, for Madison Square Gardens. Oh, Yeah,
4: wow. you like that, huh? So are you going to name uh, your next child MetLife? Or no, how my, it... easy.
3: I'm 55. No more children for me, okay? I mean, you never know. I mean, stranger no, Yeah, happen. I do know. Believe me, no more children for me. Trust me on that. Okay, so MetLife, not.
4: MetLife is out of the question, then, if there's a future little Arnie running around. Yeah,
3: there. Yeah, we're we're not uh, doing that yet. That's not going to happen, though. Uh, City Field, uh, you know something, you know. But uh, no, it's not happening. I I name my dog. You know, maybe I'll name my dog something like that. But uh, okay, no, not anymore. No more children on that. All right, right, uh, Aaron underscore Torres adds stinking genius one. James Harrison, I got to hear this talking about the Patriots and all the drama. Um, by the way, uh, me being up here in the Northeast, we talk a lot of Patriots. Um, we carry the Patriots at my local station, along with the Bruins and the uh, Celtics, obviously, and and the Red Sox. But uh, of course, uh, James Harrison, the the foremost expert on Patriot football, uh, this is what he had to say. What really
2: shocked me is like all the stories of all the friction between the coach and this player, or the the coach and I didn't see it. <laughs> at all at all it was like made up stories to bring Ooh. them guys closer together
3: so you you think that i came some- in looking like i came in <laughs> looking like oh
2: yeah i'm about to see yeah, yeah they got they got you know they got some ish his going TV on here too trainer, you know, you know all that stuff yeah so yeah in and out i see him in and out it's, it's like oh he
1: was still up in there
3: i seen it
2: was nothing like he walk
3: in and out I think I played more games for the Patriots than James Harrison. You have to double-check that, though, Aaron. I'm I, not sure. I will check. By the way, did you ever did you ever hear the interview that I did on
4: Fox Sports Radio with Bill Belichick? Did you ever hear that story? No, I've not. I was filling in the week of Christmas. Oh, Andy Furman. And Andy Furman yeah, booked I Bill Belichick. Yeah. It was unbelievable. It was I, so
3: uncomfortable.
4: I Well, you know, it, I mean, everything with Bill Belichick is uncomfortable, but I got the text the day before from our producer, Lee, and he said, oh, yeah, there's a chance we'll get Belichick. And at first I was like, "Oh my goodness!" And then uh, I looked back at it, and I, I remember I I literally texted him back. I said, "Ha ha ha, funny! Who are we getting an hour to Lebron?" Yeah. And that was what it was. I couldn't believe it. So yeah, I talked to Belichick, and that. But uh, the reason I bring it up is because that was right after the James Harrison trade happened. Right, right. That was the first question we asked him, and you could tell he was not very interested in talking about any of his uh, any of his transactions on the team.
3: Oh, I, I totally believe all this that's going on. I believe Brady went to Kraft and told him, you got you got to get rid of Garoppolo. I believe that Kraft sided with Brady, which got um, uh, Belichick upset. I think that there was an internal struggle between Belichick and Brady and that Brady's won out as long as he's on the team. I believe all that stuff. And I believe that they were looking to trade Gronk until Tom Brady said, hey, what are you doing? We're not trading anybody. And that stops. So I I believe all that stuff that's going on, Aaron.
4: Yeah, um, Eminem and I were talking about a little bit before the show is that with the Patriots, and and Harrison's a little bit of a different kind of animal because he was only there for a couple games, but you hear this stuff from Amendola this week, and there's been so much kind of outside noise. Uh, Cassius Marsh had his comments earlier this offseason. Does it just get to the point with the Patriots where – as you get these veteran guys that just get tired of kind of playing under that regime, they, they get tired of playing for, as Danny Amendola called Bill Belichick, the, the principal. You feel like you're going to the principal's office every yeah. day when you show up at the facility. Like like So to me, um, I, I wonder if all of this kind of scuttlebutt coming out of this, and I do agree with you that I bet a lot of this stuff did happen, but you just
3: wonder if it's just a bunch of veteran guys that get tired of playing kind of under that system. Well, maybe you bring up a good point, but Gronk tweeted out when Edelman signed uh, and went elsewhere to the Dolphins. He said, "Hey, be free, be free, (laughs) like Uh, a bird." Yeah, yeah. There's something to that, to be honest with you. You know, there's something to that that they're probably fed up with this guy. I was going to ask
4: you though, but you know, guys like Amendola say stuff like that. But when you're uh, Amendola's with the Dolphins, maybe Adam Gaze is the guy. We saw uh, he was phenomenal in his first year there with Tan Hill a few years ago. But, I mean, how many of these guys leave New England, run them, oh, you're free, as you just said, Arnie, and then all of a sudden they're 3-7 and seven after 10 weeks, and they wish they were back in New England. You know, I, I see a lot of guys chirp in the offseason. I don't yeah. see it nearly as much when the Patriots are going to another AFC championship game, another Super Bowl, and fill-in-the-blank player is sitting at home. Uh, and, frankly,
3: a lot of these guys are never the same after they leave the Patriots either. All right. Matter of fact, speaking about 3-7, and seven, I want to get to this. Uh, since 2001, right, so the last 17 years uh, of football, 26 teams have gone from worst to first in the division and won the division, where they finished in last place in the division, and then the following year, they won the division. 26 teams have gone from worst to first, That which is incredible, more than one a year. I want to know which team or teams We'll do it this year, and you can also text in uh, Aaron underscore Torres or tweet. Excuse me, I was say don't text me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or at Stinking Genius One. Give out your cell number, Aaron, if they want to go ahead and text you that way. You can do that.
4: Let me see. I gotta check Arnie
3: Spanier. Hey, yeah, that yeah, is, don't, don't uh... give out mine, because they'll be calling me all night. Anyway, Aaron underscore Torres at Stinking Genius One. Um, maybe there's more than one this year. You could rank them. You tell me who goes from worst to first this year. And you know what the popular pick is? Everybody going the San Francisco 49ers with Jimmy G. Look, I know the Rams are the favorite and people are jumping on them as like a Super Bowl pick, but that would be my number 1 pick. I think the 49ers could go from worst to first, Aaron.
4: I had two and that was one of them because I think part of this isn't just can a team be improved? It's what's going on in the rest of the division. Right. Now, and I think it's pretty clear Seattle they lose all those guys—Richard Sherman, Cam Chancellor, Jimmy Graham—that they're going to take a step back. The Cardinals—I I mean, Sam Bradford—really, you know, we're, we're doing the Sam Bradford thing again. Uh, so I think that the wins will be there in that division. The other one to me is the Houston Texans. Yeah, I was good. Yep, yep. I mean, I, I've always been a Deshaun Watson guy. I and we talked about this around draft season with Baker Mayfield. College success doesn't always translate to the pros. But when Deshaun Watson was healthy last year, I mean, college success doesn't translate to the pros, but with Deshaun Watson, he stepped in right away from being a college superstar to basically week one uh, being the starter for the Texans. He didn't technically start that game, but by week two, he was the guy. He he had some a ton of success earlier. We all remember that last game that he played against Seattle where he threw for over 400 yards against that great Seattle defense and I feel like that division, not only do I think Houston, if he can be healthy, will be significantly better, but I mean, are we really buying the Jaguars? Are we really buying the Titans? I know they both made the playoffs last year, but those teams feel like they could take a step back with Houston stepping up.
3: And I also like my New York Giants. I mean, I think Philadelphia takes a step backwards, even though they got Wentz coming back. Uh, Dallas, I'm not scared of, and neither of the Redskins. Uh, look, I know it's Philadelphia's division to win, but watch out for my Giants. And that one is—I don't think we've had back-to-back winners in the NFC East for like eight or nine years now.
4: Yeah, first of all, your Giants—you know, obviously with your newborn being named MetLife—we're all pulling for the <laughs> Giants this year. I, I'm actually with you. And I, you know, when I watched the Giants last year, I mean, that O line—there was just there was just so much going on, and it all starts up front, right? And like you—you just—you can't have success no matter how good everybody else is. If you don't have the O-line to do it, I don't know that the Giants are significantly better, but they had a few draft picks, a few upgrades, and then you get a healthy Odell, you get Saquon Barkley. I don't think it's inconceivable that the Giants could be one of those teams as well. The
3: show just flying by. If you want to tell me who you think is going to go for worse, the first, Aaron underscore Torres or Ad Stinkin' Genius 1. We'll bring him to Sager. Get caught up in all the late news and notes of the world tonight right here on Fox Sports Radio. Really? Oh, uh, there's no Papa Bear, Papa Bear, Papa Bear. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15 percent or more in car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. i would've to go in studio and and do the the Sager song, going the Sager, the Sager, the Sager.
2: <laughs> if the it's
3: voice kind of, of an angel, to are too many syllables. Yes. Yeah, it does have too many. It
2: is a catchy tune, though, don't you think?
3: No, I don't think so. Yeah, okay. I don't think so. Reminds
2: me no, of the song, you know, like the great tune that you always have opened your show with for the years. Remember? Oh, The Head Toe Tapper. One. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. That, I've, been, I've had that song. People, people ask me about that song for like 30 years now. It's crazy.
2: Yeah, and you've been on the air for 50. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Come on. (laughs) They've had the air that long to be on? That's incredible. (laughs) Come on. Marconi, I was before him. That was a compliment, actually. Well, let's get to talking about the defending champion Houston Astros, who are still not just good. They are a great baseball team. They actually upgraded, and they could still trade for a reliever in the next 10 days or so and upgrade the pitching staff even more. You know, the Orioles are probably going to be trading their closer in the next week or so, Zach Britton. Houston is one of the teams lining up for that. They'll go
4: to the Red Sox. And isn't Dallas Keuchel terrible this year? Like, the, their number 2 starter from last year is basically... Now, and now
2: he's turned it around. He was wow. at the beginning, and people were dropping him in fantasy leagues. And now, like, the, last night in Anaheim, he was great. And tonight in one of the Fox games in Anaheim, Houston 7 nothing. the final. Justin Verlander the win with 11 strikeouts mm. in six scoreless innings. Justin Verlander is leading the American League in ERA. He lowered it to 2.19 tonight. And the great people at Stats, they've had so many blowout wins this year, Houston. Nobody since the Yankees during World War II have had such a great winning percentage in blowout games, winning games decided by five runs or more. Like tonight was seven nothing Houston. The final, the Astros are twenty four and four in games that wind up a so, blowout so far
4: this year. It was so long ago that was like what Arnie's what first four or five yeah. years on it. <laughs>
2: yes, postmark yeah, exactly. air, Yes, Matt Carpenter is a guy that was batting one forty for the Cardinals in mid May. He is now tied for the National League lead in homers. And he's batting over 275. And just the last six games, he's hit eight home runs including three at Wrigley yesterday, one the night before to start the second half of the season. He homered in the first of a doubleheader at Chicago today, didn't even start for St. Louis in the nightcap, and still came off the bench and hit a home run. Let's check the bat. Let's check that bat. (laughs) He has homered in six straight games. The Major League record is eight. I remember when Don Mattingly and a couple others have done that. That doesn't
3: seem that much six straight, to be honest with you. I don't know.
2: To hit a home run in six straight days, well, games, that's just... You, you, you're you right on paper, but then when yeah. you think about it, there might be for a good season is what, 20 homers out of 160 games? Well,
3: nowadays,
2: not back in the day, nowadays it's like that. It's just what he has done this weekend at Wrigley Field has never been done before in the long history of Wrigley Field. One guy has hit six home runs yeah. in a series at Wrigley. No Cub has ever How done did, that. No Cub Tuffy opponent. Rhodes hit three in a game. Did he not hit three more in the series? That's What's correct. That? And that was the first game of that series yeah, and season, geez. as you'll recall. Uh, Pirates won their eighth straight game. Colorado won their seventh. The Rockies are now a second-place team and only a game back at the Dodgers in the NL West. The Dodgers' Clayton Kershaw has a great ERA, lowered it to 2.64. But lost again tonight as the Dodgers committed three errors. They yeah. lost four two at Milwaukee. Clayton Kershaw, again, still good, is three and five this season. He went six innings, only one earned run, but three unearned runs in this game tonight. I've never
3: seen four teams out of five in the division all be above five hundred. That's insane.
2: And it's the converse in the Indians division. Yeah. Cleveland with that sixteen to three win at Texas we were talking about earlier. As far as the ratings, I mentioned this a bit or one aspect of it on the previous show. Sports TV ratings for 2018 so far. So the March Madness final, for example, with Villanova got 16 million on cable. Mm. The uh, Fox got uh, the World Cup final. Uh, Actually, the U.S. total viewing was uh, 18 million for that final. NBA finals, most of the games got about 18 million. It's like this show. Uh, yeah, yeah, almost, almost yeah. like that. But actually, the Winter Olympics opening ceremony is the only non-football item in the top ten in sports ratings so far this year.
4: Where was the co- the college football and national championship game? It is? was about
2: the same as the Winter opening ceremony, about twenty-eight million each. Really? And then, of course, you got NFL playoff games in January. That's the top six
4: yeah i just remember that playoff that uh college football and national championship game everyone said oh the ratings will be down sec versus sec they were through the
3: room yeah so. all right thanks a lot to mm-hmm. sager we are flying by our one in the books uh we'll come on back remember aaron underscore torres i'm at stinking genius one another lebron mural vandalized in los angeles what is wrong with the people in la for crying out loud you've got some serious problems we'll get to that next right here on fox sports Radio, Kawhi will be a Laker. <laughs> will be a Laker. I'm sticking with that wow. by the time we get on next week. Gotta- until he gets traded to another team, I'm still going to say he's going to be a Laker. I got traded to another team. I'm still going to say he's going to be a Laker. By the way, we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Did you know that 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance? What do you have to do? Visit Geico.com for free rate quote. You can reach us at Aaron underscore Torres or at stinking genius one power hour of the show. I get partial credit. You know, sometimes you get partial credit on a test, Aaron, do you not? I don't get partial credit for saying at least until he gets traded this week or not.
4: Yeah. I mean, you'd still get a failing grade. You wow. would get partial credit because I don't know. I just, I, you can't just say, well, I'm going to keep saying he's a Laker until he gets traded to another team. That's like uh, I can't even think of an analogy off the top of my head.
3: Well, the, well, uh, I was just going to say the what I gave you was, and we talked about this in hour number one. Uh, and look, I didn't think he was going to get traded to Toronto, so I, I was wrong on that. By the way, uh, when I spent a year in Toronto, when I was banned from the United States, they don't pronounce the second T. It's Toronto, Toronto. Okay, that's yeah, like. But I but I like to be the ugly American. Um, look, I didn't think he was going to get traded up there. That being said. Uh, and I, I think there's, what, two months you have to wait before you can trade him again. I still think the Lakers are going to make another run at him. I don't think San Antonio wanted Lonzo Ball, though I think Toronto, who's rebuilding, obviously, with a new coach, um, may be interested in Lonzo Ball, uh, another person, and a couple of draft picks. I think that could maybe get the deal done for Kawhi Leonard, because Toronto's going to lose him uh, at the end of the year anyway. And and this is about the most they can get on, on, on a return for him, so... Why not pull the trigger on that? It's not like they're going to win a championship with Kawhi Leonard anyway.
4: Well, first of all, I I I just think one, we were saying the exact same thing about Paul George last year. We I I, I mean you and I weren't working together at that point. Artie. Paul
3: George doesn't have the player uh, Kawhi Leonard is. I agree. But
4: I and I and I I've seen a lot of this like on social media. I think ESPN.com even had an article that basically said just because Paul George re-signed with OKC, don't get your hopes up, Raptors fans. And I get that concept. They're two different guys with two different personalities, two different agendas, two different end games. I get all that. But you know what the Raptors did do, Arnie, by making this trade? What? They put themselves in the position where it is at least a possibility, no matter how small it is. Even if it is five percent, because it would have if Kawhi, if they don't make this trade for Kawhi Leonard. It's a 0% chance, right, and so right. I will never criticize a team that is on the cusp that was good last year, was great in the regular season, but clearly was a step behind all the elite teams, Golden State, Houston, and Cleveland, if you even want to lump them in there, for making this move, for giving it one more real shot in a wide-open East next yeah, year. I have no problem with
3: that. Let's be realistic, though. I mean, the only, ha- the only way they can win a championship is if they got to the championship from the Eastern Conference, because it's a lot easier, than whoever they were playing. Let's say it's Golden State, has some type of injury or something goes wrong. They steal a game here next to you. know it's a battle. That, that's about the only way uh, that's going to happen. Why, Otherwise, they're not beating are, Houston or Golden State. Why
4: are we under the assumption that they have to win a championship to keep them?
3: Because, because he's not coming back after one year.
4: Paul George didn't even make it out of the first round, and he stayed. Kevin Love, if you remember, going back to that first year in Cleveland, they made the finals, they didn't win it. He
3: stuck around, signed a long-term deal. When does Kevin Love ever won? I mean, geez, of course he was going to stick around. I mean, he's
4: won an NBA championship. Well, now. Yeah. But I, I, just, think, I, I just think this idea... That it is so inconceivable that he could stay beyond this season, I just think it's bogus. I really do. And and to me, again, they put themselves in the conversation. And by the way, uh, they I I do think they are a better team today than they were before. And oh, by the way, they want they were the number one seed in the playoffs last year. So you bring back basically that whole core minus Demar Derozan upgrade with Kawhi Leonard. I'm not saying they're going to win it all. I'm just saying it's not inconceivable that they make a deep run, and they do enough, by the way, to at least make Kawhi reconsider that maybe, just maybe, this should be the place long-term.
3: All right, Aaron underscore Torres at Stinkin' Genius 1, if you want to go ahead and send those tweets out there. Let's go ahead and talk about what the heck is going on in Los Angeles. I used to live out there a long, long time, did local radio out in Los Angeles for a long time. I can't believe... That not once, not twice. Now a third time a LeBron Mural vandalized. I don't even know where this one is. It's not the one that was on Lincoln Boulevard. What the heck is going on out there? Are you gonna tell me that you got a bunch of knuckleheads that are doing this? Is this like uh the the fringe lunatic one percent, or is a lot of LA feel like this? I'm I'm not I, I'm not sure what the heck is going on out there, Aaron.
4: It is the fringe lunatic population of one percent of one percent. Uh to confirm I just googled as of 2016, 4.03 million people in Los Angeles, and guess what? There's a couple of knuckleheads. I mean, this is, this is, I mean, this is <laughs> there's a few. Yeah, there is a few, and uh, you know, at least one less since you've left. But that's that's good. But thank you. You know, I I've battled talking about this story on this show because I don't want to give credence to that one knucklehead that I don't know if he's a Kobe fan.
3: I don't know if somebody paid him. Uh, You know, because there was... more than one knucklehead there. It's just a bunch of, like, drunken idiots that are doing that. I can't believe that we... And I know we have better things to do with our police officers, but we can't have private security or put up a camera out there and find out who's doing this? That was
4: actually my first thought. If I was the muralist and I spent my life in front of this mural for a couple days putting it together, I would probably sleep in front of it for a couple nights there and at least enjoy my hard work for at least uh, a couple minutes. I do want to say one thing, though, is is you are right in the sense that what is wrong with Lakers fans the best basketball player in the world just joined an organization that really has had no pulse for the last uh, certainly the last 2 years since Kobe right. Bryant left but really significantly longer than that um uh, this guy came to LA with no pro- you know w- if you go back to the start of free agency let's remember there was talk, well, is he really going to come here if Paul George or Kawhi isn't here? Is he really seriously considering it? He came here, He and obviously there are a lot of off-the-court reasons that he decided to come to Los Angeles, but he took a huge gamble taking a chance to come here without knowing who his teammates were going to be, without knowing that any other superstar will join him. And Boy I just do-
3: doesn't care that he's just doing it for his brand after well, f- after basketball. Maybe he really doesn't care. Sure, he wants to yeah. win a championship, but he'll, he'll start getting more people like he did with yeah. Beasley. We'll get into that later on. But maybe it's not all that important well, right now. I certainly think that. But the point that I'm trying to make is that
4: I just don't understand how Lakers fans can treat a guy that is taking a huge
3: leap in some regards to come to the Lakers. That was the point that I was trying to get. You. Why the hatred so much about this guy in Los Angeles? Like you said, he's here to win a championship for them. He's, he's been phenomenal. I mean, really, he's the MVP of the league for the most part. What what's what is the grudge against this guy that Laker fans can't embrace him? I I've never seen a superstar for the most part get traded to a team in any sport and the, and and the fans not embracing that superstar when they haven't won a championship in a while. That's going to help you bring one. I, I I just for the life of me well, can't figure out what the hell's wrong with them.
4: No, I I don't. But, I, but that's the point though. Is I think ninety. I don't. I I don't want to put a percentage on it. The vast majority of Lakers fans are thrilled. To have LeBron here, thrilled with the short term, thrilled with the long term. And that's kind of the point that I'm trying to I'm make. I'm not so sure about
3: that, but go ahead. You disagree? Well, you know, just sometimes Laker fans, and I, again, like I lived in Los Angeles, I did local radio in Los Angeles, and, you know, Laker fans are a little bit different than most uh, NBA fans. You know what I mean? They're, they're. I don't know. It's hard to put in the words. It's it's not like they're the typical fans who just live and die with their team. To be honest with you, you know what I mean. I don't think it's the uh, the you know the die hard fans like you see in the other places in the country, uh, especially in the East Coast. You don't think so? I completely. Oh no! I know so. I completely
4: disagree with that. I do think that the difference between L.A. and other cities. Uh, L A doesn't show up to watch losers. Like that is one thing I will say. No, I'm serious. Like yeah. you know, you live in Boston. You live near Boston. I grew up near Boston. They'll still get thirty thousand yes. for a Red Sox game yes. when the Red Sox are in last place. Well, L- yeah. sorry, they're great now. But yeah, yes, you're right phenomenal. about that. No, but but L A for the most part. And I think you maybe maybe the Lakers are even the exception to this. People still showed up to watch the Lakers even when they're bad. And so. Uh, I think L.A. is a great sports town. I think certainly the Lakers fan base is. Now, you could make the argument that some of the other teams, the Clippers, uh, other, uh, you know, UCLA, whoever, don't get the support that that they deserve or whatever. But the Lakers have a ton of support. It's a ton of kind of historical fans, the second, third generation, Los Angelinos. So, no, I think they have great support. And that's what I'm saying, man, is I still feel like the vast majority are – you know, losing their minds over the possibility of getting to lose Le- to watch LeBron. Although I would say that I do think some of them, the 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 excitement
1: has been tempered with all of the moves around him, which I know we're going to get to.
3: All right, uh, let's go to Eminem. What's going on, Eminem? Our All producer, right, well, what's happening?
1: Well, here, here's the thing about LeBron, because you guys know I'm a Cavs fan, and I, right. I, I, but I've grown up here in Los Angeles, and I've seen the Laker fan base, and I know a lot of Lakers. By fans the way, first. why did,
3: did you have to take down the mural from from Cleveland? I, I don't know why that had to come
1: down. <laughs> uh, I mean, they did it the first time when he left the first. Well, the first, like first time they didn't I come, the reminder. He didn't,
3: he didn't bring you a championship. Now he brought you a championship. Yeah, Why yeah, would you, you take know, that you know what? Wrong?
1: In hindsight, yeah, I think that kind of was a little bit too quick to do that, yeah. considering what he did. But yeah. in reference to this, like the thing that popped into my head the most immediate is like there's always been like this, I guess, unspoken rivalry or kind of spoken rivalry between Kobe Bryant and LeBron James, and a lot of uh, people who are my age who grew up here in L. A. Love, love love yes. co- love Kobe and then lebron came along and kind of elevated it to another level like kobe's great don't get me wrong but lebron is just a different level of basketball player lebron may finish like number 1 points rebounds assists all these categories and a lot of lakers fans for the longest time for me living out here they just hated lebron they didn't like the, his attitude they didn't like that he went to the that he did that he went to the heat they didn't like him when he went back to the Cavs. so now that he's with the lakers they're having to like okay I, do I have to root for this guy anymore? Which I think oh, is, which, which. Listen, I
4: think, I think, I think it's easy to say this now in July or wherever we are on night one when LeBron throws down that filthy dunk I and really, Lakers yeah. fans realize this is our guy. Right. Yeah. we get to watch this guy. Right. And, yes. and it's a completely and, 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 and different and ball. That, and
1: that's the thing that bugs me the most is the fact that okay. You guys haven't had a major free agent want to even take some, not even take a meeting with you for five years. And now you're mad because LeBron James is on your team. And you're defa- I know it's a small majority, a small minority of the fan base that are defacing a mural. But why are you mad? You got I'm, a guy to come here. It's like, come on. I'm looking forward to seeing that uh, Laker Golden
3: State robbery. That's what I want to see. I want to see if the Lakers now. Going to close that uh, gap enough, that, and and see how that rivalry is going to turn I, out. I was going to
4: say I saw a great meme. I would love to read it on air, but I, I'm not going to be able to find it fast enough. But it basically, uh, it, it's uh, it's basically uh, it, the the meme reads like this. It's like uh, Brandon Ingram with the rebound, quick outlet to Lonzo Ball, over to Kyle Kuzma, to LeBron James for the three at the buzzer, and it's good. No, I, Warrior, I don't. I don't
3: like that. Warriors
4: no. 211, Lakers. Seventy-four, something wow. like that. Like basically, the point is, it's fun. And thank you for cutting me off there in the middle of my uh, Al Michaels spiel. There, I was <laughs> trying to be like a young Joe Buck here, and you just completely ruined it. But, <laughs> but I did. I but did. It, but I mean, I feel like that is what the quote-unquote rivalry is. Is uh, is uh, yeah? It's not going to be pretty.
3: Not not no. next year, at least. Yeah, yeah. You'll 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 see how pretty it is when the ratings are through the roof. Uh, oh, when, they'll be through the roof. Yeah. When the, well, they'll say yeah. You know what? Lakers, Golden State. We're going to petition uh, for them to play 50 games next year against each other. I
4: was going to say one thing really quick. It is funny. Despite all of the bizarre moves that Magic has made, which I think we're going to get into here momentarily, with what the Rockets are doing, I mean, isn't it setting up for Warriors-Lakers in the Western Conference Finals next year? It feels like
3: it. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. We'll we'll get to that coming up next. Also, are the Lakers that much closer to Golden State with the pickup of Michael Beasley? That's also coming up next. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. This is Fox Sports Radio. What the heck? All right, at low, say 5% on every purchase every day when you use it, the business credit account. That's 5% on all purchases in-store or online subject to credit approval U.S. only. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. Great Saturday night. A lot of stuff going up on the air. If you want to go ahead... Uh... No, I don't get the joke. Jimmy G! Wake up, Arnie! Oh, well, we're not talking Jimmy G now! Oh, stop it. You know, you're... Your jokes are the worst. They really are. If, if nobody could get them, uh, you know, what the hell good the, are they? The only thing of. that's
4: the worst is your predictions, Arnie. I'm wow. sorry. I hate to say it. I hate to say it, man. It's true.
3: Well, Lakers, I want to see how many guys are going to be jumping on that Laker bandwagon when they're making a run at Golden State next year or this upcoming season. They get Michael Beasley, but that doesn't impress you, does it, Aaron?
4: I mean, if they are going for the title of the most dysfunctional locker room in the history of the NBA. Listen, if the NBA had hard knocks, I would be all on board with this because I think it'd be phenomenal. But come on now. I said it at the top of the show, LeBron, the iconic moment from this finals is LeBron pointing at J.R. Smith saying, what the heck are you doing? He's got five J.R. Smiths on his roster now. That doesn't include LeVar Ball. I think this is going to be a nightmare. I think it's we're talking Why? a matter I think we're
3: talking ab- the average was fourteen a game last year. What what's the problem adding him to your second team?
4: I think we're talking about a matter of weeks, not months, before LeBron is going to magic and saying that it's time to shake up the oh, roster. Oh,
3: Stop it.
4: Yes. Michael Beasley. Li- listen, there's nothing wrong with Michael Beasley. There's nothing wrong with JaVale McGee. There's nothing wrong with Lance Stevenson and Rajon Rondo, independently of each other. You put the four of them in the locker room. You know how many egos Luke Walton is going to have to deal with? By the way, it doesn't even include LeBron, who might have the biggest ego of anybody. Oh, a guy so Steve Steve Kirk could deal
3: with it and, and Luke so Walton. Yeah. Steph
4: Curry, for all the crap that I give him, is probably the most selfless superstar in the NBA. Basically won straight, two straight MVPs and said, you know what, I'll take a backseat to Kevin Durant. Klay Thompson... I think he just as long as he is in the offseason hanging out on a beach with Instagram models, I don't think he really cares what's going on. He just wants to shoot threes and have fun. It is a completely different situation than having Rondo, having Lance Stevenson, having all of those guys in the locker room. The thing I brought up with Jason Smith, too, is even if you yeah. want to argue that they're only on one-year deals, think about the impact that they could have on the long term of Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram. You're trying to teach those guys how to be professionals, how to kind of handle yourself <laughs> at the NBA level. Uh, I don't know that you want Lance Stevenson and Rajon Rondo and all those guys around. Oh, that's the poorest excuse I've ever heard in my life. Stop. What is? You,
3: you want to teach them how to be professionals? I mean, come, when, when your dad's LeVar Paul, Alonzo, uh, you're not learning anything from anybody. But that, that's beside the point. What about uh, Brandon thing, Ingram? What the, about Kyle well, Kuzma? Really? I mean, are you going to say, well, one bad apple is going to spoil the whole bunch? It doesn't work that way. Not when you've got Absolutely. LeBron there. Uh, look. I think bottom line here is this. When you add a 13.5-point-a-game score, why isn't he good enough to go ahead and man your second team so when you have to take LeBron out, when you have to take Kuzman, these guys out, he's there to give you some points. I don't see anything wrong with that.
4: No, I, I have no problem with signing Michael Beasley independently of all of the other moves. But they are cumulative moves, and when you add them up, it is going to be a nightmare of a locker room. Here's my question, and we talked about this last night. Right, so it, you think Magic is crazy, then, is what you're saying. He's doing a bad job. No, I job think everybody then. else with the Lakers is crazy. Some of them certifiably. But here's my question. Yeah. How long, and we talked about this last night, how long does Luke Walton have? Because Luke Walton was brought in to coach a bunch of young guys. He wasn't brought in to handle all these egos. He wasn't brought in to handle LeBron. And I feel like if this team starts, I, I look, I don't think they're going to fire him in the first month. But if they are... 18 and 17 after 35 games. I could see a scenario where after Christmas, after the New Year,
3: Luke Walton is. I mean, how much
4: time? Well, you he don't have? think he's
3: a good? Do you not think he's a good
4: coach? I think he's a great coach for the roster that they had last year. He was a
3: great coach at Golden State when he had to take over for Kerr. And what was oh his record God. for the first, for the first? Steve half? Kerr, the man who handed
4: Andre Iguodala the clipboard and said, "Here, you call yes. your own plays." Yes, that guy. They're yes, coaching guy. themselves. They're coaching themselves over. I think there, I could Golden have coach
3: Golden State if you would let me do it, but I, he won't
4: call me up. I know. I think you could for right. sure coach Golden State. Be Mike Brown didn't lose a playoff game in like two rounds the other year. So, but my but seriously though, Luke Walton was brought in to coach a bunch of young guys, develop the young guys. He did a good job over the course of last season. There was a win improvement. But don't you feel like he is going to be the first fall guy if things don't work out well? for the Lakers early in this season?
3: I don't think it's gonna be in the what in the middle of the year, like, hey, you're not doing a good enough job, let's replace you with, with Blatt. Is that what you're gonna is that what you're gonna tell me? Something like that? Well, or what? Well uh
4: Jason Smith may brought up the name that I, I thought was interesting. I hadn't really thought about it. How about Jeff Van Gundy? Veteran guy, deep playoff runs. Maybe hey, how about how about Phil Jackson? Get the band back together with your girl Jeannie. I'm I mean I'm just saying, you know, I I, I don't think Luke Walton I would be surprised if to open the 2019-2020 season, Luke Walton is the head coach of the league.
3: You know, nowadays in baseball, in football, you know, we hear all the ragging on Belichick. We hear in baseball, I mean, one of the reasons the Red Sox got rid of John Farrell and brought in Cora was because they wanted a player's manager. Isn't Luke one of the, I'm um, going to be a player's guy? I mean, he's not a hardcore Phil Jackson, do it my way or the highway, and I'm going to make you guys stay after practice. He's not going to grind them out like the, like a Popovich or something like that. But here's the thing, though. It's not about what his style is. It's that
4: I don't think that he has cachet with the veterans. I mean, don't forget, he came into the league the same year as LeBron. Do you think in in a huddle – when Luke Walton grabs that clipboard and is calling a play, you think LeBron is going to say, okay, coach, yeah, coach, if that's what you want to run, coach. Like, like I, I just, to me, I, I just think that this is setting up if they don't start hot, if they don't have success, there is going to be a fall guy, and it's go. It's not certainly not going to be Magic. It's certainly right. not going to be LeBron. Right. I'm telling you, man, I just think that Luke Walton, it is a ticking time bomb with him. But uh, back to Michael Beasley really quick. Yeah. You really don't believe that all of these personalities in this locker room is going to be just a uh, uh, the wild wild west. I feel like it's going to be. Was it wasn't
3: the wild wild. Well, it wasn't the wild wild east when they were going through it in Cleveland, where they won a championship and how many finals in the road did they go to with J.R. Smith? I I mean, you're right. Yeah, like not, didn't for take him to the Smiths, not for Jr. Smith. Not for Jr. Smith though. You really think that th- this team is that uh, mentally dysfunctional? That- yes.
4: Yes, Lance Stevenson blowing in people's ears. Rajon Rondo doesn't even
3: try until the playoffs. You know, Stevenson, whose team almost got by Cleveland in the first round last year? Because of
4: Lance Stevenson? No, it was because of Victor Oladipo and Miles Turner. Why? Because they played such great defense on LeBron? I mean, did they really play that great a defense on LeBron? Or
3: Or did Stevenson play defense on him?
4: Stevenson has never had any success outside of Indiana.
3: He's the LeBron stopper. No,
4: Kawhi, your boy, (laughs) the Raptors, the NBA final contender is the LeBron stopper. stopper. Rajon Rondo couldn't get along with Rick Carlisle and Doc Rivers, some of the best coaches in the league. He's not going to get along with Luke Walton, Uh, Michael Beasley, Hit or miss. I do agree, by the way. Michael Beasley wasn't bad with the Knicks last year. Right. I just think you get all these guys together. I don't know, man. It feels like it, it, something bad's
3: going to happen. I think I could have averaged 13 and a half games with the New York Knicks last year. You could Especially have. Especially when, when Perzegas went out. I mean, who was even shooting the ball? I have no idea. How many How many wins could, could you
4: get as the head coach of the Golden State Warriors next year? 82-game
3: season. 82-game season. Now, the Lakers are better. Obviously, Houston's tough. I I'd probably get about uh, sixty (laughs) four. I was going to say at least sixty. I'm not going to be crazy. Yeah. I mean, Luke Walton. Yeah, probably more. You're right. Twenty
4: two and one to start the season, and that was before they got Durant. Wow. Something like that. I mean, they they won twenty two straight to open the year that year. That was the year they won seventy three. They didn't have Durant.
3: Well, That shows you what a great coach he is. Or it shows you what what a a great
4: collection of talent uh that they have yeah. there in golden
3: state Yeah exactly. Aaron underscore Torres, I'm at stinking genius one. Some people actually have the nerve to say that Jimmy G should not be taken out an adult film star. We'll discuss that coming up next. First, though, let's go to the Sager. see what's trending. What's going on, DeSager?
2: Well, a little controversy in the Bay Area, and they are going to the 10th inning. Giants 3, A's 3. Giants defense just with bases loaded, pulled off a double play to end the ninth. The Giants had tied it with an RBI double top of the ninth by Hunter Pence. You know how at that ballpark, which the Raiders share as a stadium in Oakland, the visiting relief pitchers are seated down the first baseline. Pretty close. Not in the corner. Not beyond the outfield right. wall. They're they're right in front of the first row of fans who could tap them on the shoulder. Well, this RBI double fair went down the first base line and toward where the reliever sits. So everybody quickly gets up and scatters so they don't touch the incoming baseball one of the Giants relievers picked up the chair he had been seated in and is holding it with his right hand. Unfortunately, he's kind of holding it out a little bit and not paying attention as the opposing outfielder is racing in to field the ball no! and runs into the chair that the no! reliever is holding. They went to video review and I guess determined it was not intentional and they let it stand and the Giants got the tying RBI double. What the double.
3: It wasn't intentional? Well, of mean,
2: course, true. you know, they just say safe or out. There is not an explanation well, during about- you know,
3: just because he took who the hell tells him they have to take the chair anyway? Why don't you just leave the chair? Well, the oddity is that's he, not their job.
2: He was, yeah, you're right. Just to get out of the way is the right. job for them as people not to touch it. Exactly. But he was trying to be nice and picking up the okay. chair. Don't be nice and next in time. the process of doing that. Collision with the outfielder coming in. And then the Giants defense, as I just mentioned, just got out of a, a bases loaded jam, so it's 3 3 in the 10th. White Sox lead 5 0 at Seattle, bottom of the ninth. The Mariners offense is 1 for 25 tonight against the White Sox starting pitcher Dylan Covey. We had rainouts with Atlanta at Washington, and in D.C., there's a chance of thunderstorms the next four days. And a rainout with San Diego at Philadelphia. They've scheduled a split doubleheader for tomorrow. This was the 40th postponement in the major leagues already this year. That is more than all of last season already pittsburgh won its eighth straight game colorado won its seventh in a row and the rockies are only a game back of the first place dodgers in the nl west now the dodgers committed three errors on defense at milwaukee left nine men on base on offense despite having clayton kershaw on the mound he gives up three unearned runs and the dodgers lost four two at milwaukee houston and justin verlander shut out the angels seven nothing cleveland with the 16 to three win at texas Bartolo Colon took the loss, came out in the fifth inning, allowed five runs tonight. The next reliever for the Rangers gave up 11 runs in his four innings of work. But Detroit shut out Boston, 5-0. The Red Sox still with a great record this year and four and a half games ahead of the Yankees for best overall mark. Yanks held on to beat the Mets 7-6. Aroldis Chapman today. Couldn't get an out in the top of the ninth. Gave Jeez. up an infield single, three walks, and a hit batter. Someone else got to say The Mets traded closer Uris Familia to Oakland. And the Cubs and Cardinals split a doubleheader, Matt Carpenter, with a homer in each game. He's homered in six straight games. At the British Open, Jordan Spieth tied for a two-stroke lead. Tiger Woods four shots back. And finally... Brittany Lincecum missed the cut at a PGA event in Kentucky. Missed it by seven shots. She was only the fifth female to play in a PGA tournament. Wow. She shot 78 first round. Never got on the course because of the long rain delay yesterday. Shot 71 today. She's done.
3: All right. Thanks a lot, DeSegar. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more in car insurance with Geico. Just go to geico.com or you can give them a call, 1-800-947-AUTO. And the only hard part, well, that's figuring out which way is easier. He's uh, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinkin' Genius 1. Uh, now I want to get to the Jimmy Garoppolo story. First of all, our producer, Mike Myers. Eminem, you have a update on the Jimmy Garoppolo story or what? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, so we already know that he went out on a date with adult film star Kiara Mia. Yes. And this was a big deal. A lot of people are making up. But for the record, uh, I think it's ridiculous that people are saying this is a damage to his reputation. He can't go out with this. They're like, who cares? Who cares? It's the off season. They haven't even gotten to training camp. So I am shocked at the backlash.
3: Oh, I'm shocked at it too. I was listening to Quay Travis. I couldn't be on the more opposite side of Quay Travis. I I can't believe that it's really anybody's business. But the fact that you know, I was going to say, well, we we paid attention to you know uh, Thompson who dates the Kardashians or something, or um, you know uh, Cutler or um, Aaron Rodgers uh, because they do, uh, or, or Tom Brady because their wives. Our girlfriends are in the limelight out there. Doesn't Julian Edelman date a uh, Playboy model? I'm Someone pretty order sure. a big sausage pizza. I, I, I did,
2: but I don't have any oh, money.
3: It's just amazing. Stop with that. I just I can't believe it's, <laughs> I can't even believe it's really our business on who they want to date. Aaron. this is remarkable. Yeah, I, I actually listened to Clay too and I I was a little
4: surprised at at how strongly he went this is one I don't really I'm not I'm not strongly in one camp or the other and what I would say is this like the the possibility exists as crazy as it sounds like what if they are seriously dating and like right. really like they were on a legitimate date in Beverly Hills right? and, and if this was just kind of a you know a little a little hookup situation you know nothing too serious I mean does Jimmy G really have to take her out to a fancy dinner um and so I get, I I do get the idea. I don't know that it's the best look. Franchise quarterback, a hundred million dollar guy. I remember Nick Saban said this. Well,
3: wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait, when you say it's not the best look, what do you prefer that Jimmy G? Next time he has a girlfriend, we have to find out if she has a college diploma, or uh, maybe she has an acceptable job that everybody's going to be okay with, or or are we going to check into that also? I, I mean, I'm I'm I'm. Let me just ask you a flip question. Yeah.
4: If this was your son, he came home, he was dating Kiara Mia, would you have a problem with it?
3: I, if, as long as my son was happy and she treated him right with respect and everything, I would be totally fine with it. Totally okay. fine. What That's am I what am I supposed to say no you you can't date her, you can't go out with her? I mean I mean how's that going to turn out I, for you? you know I, I
4: don't know. I mean I just I know that you can google her and find you know see some things that you can't see with a typical uh, girl that your your son would date. I was just asking.
3: Well, you don't know. Maybe those girls just didn't put it on film. I don't know. Well, but I, know. I would,
4: of course, yeah. most people. Do. I mean, most people. Right. I I don't think most people. I mean, uh, you know. A what's lot more
3: acceptable peop- though, Aaron? What yeah. what's a college degree? What uh, what happens if somebody's divorced? What what's acceptable to the world? I I can't believe that we got to find out what's acceptable or not. Pizza delivery. Oh, stop with the pizza already! Yeah, I didn't order pizza. What's acceptable, Aaron?
4: I don't know. (laughs) You know, I I just think uh, unless he's ready to take the relationship public, which apparently he was. Right. I I, I just don't think it's the best look. I don't know. I I, I don't really know how to articulate it because I did hear Clay and I don't necessarily agree with as strongly. Right. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean... You know, I I don't know. It's like I said, I don't have a strong opinion about it. He can date who he wants to date, as Eminem said. It is the off season, Um, but we'll see. Listen, we will see. Listen, what I can definitively say is this: is that there is a pretty good correlation between um, sometimes athletes dating high profile women, regardless of what their profession is, and performance on the field or on the court suffering. James Harden had his worst year in years when he was dating Chloe yeah, Kardashian. Tom Brady's
3: done pretty bad. Right. Tom,
4: yeah. Th- listen, there's an exception to every rule. But Tom um but uh, uh J- James Harden Ah, uh, did not have his best on the court season when he was dating Chloe Kardashian. So, Dwayne
3: Wade, that's—is uh, that unacceptable? Was he married a movie actress? I'm not sure.
4: I mean, he's not the same player he was ten years ago. No, I'm it must kidding. Be her I'm kidding. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm kidding. Now, look, I-, I think it'll be interesting to watch. It'll be interesting to watch if we ever see them in public again. I mean, listen, you know, this might have been a one-time deal for Jimmy G and. You know, he uh, you know, maybe he was a fan of her work. Maybe she was a fan of his work. Maybe they just, maybe they, you know, maybe they got together. They got set up on a good old-fashioned blind date. You know, we don't know. So that that is what I will say, and that's why I'm with you. I I lean more towards you, Arnie, than I do than Clay. Is that uh, we don't know enough to know what the deal is. And listen, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't done an extensive Google search on her because I'm afraid of uh what is yes. gonna come up. You may get fired at work if exactly, you do that. so this may just be a job for her, you know, and so i I do think it's fair, and I think it's a fair point by you that we can't necessarily. Uh, correlate a bunch of other behaviors with this woman just because of what she chooses to do for work.
3: Eminem,
1: what did you want to say about this? Uh, you, uh, you, all right, so yeah. there is a developing angle to this story. So, uh, <laughs> yes, yes. So basically... was to just him
3: laugh. You, that's, that, this is what's wrong with America, but go ahead.
1: <laughs> yeah, you got Ryan over here acting like yeah. a kid. Yeah, see because he can't contain himself. So uh, TMZ Sports, appar- so apparently Jimmy Garoppolo has a sponsorship offer on the table from... Uh, this is per TMZ Sports. XBlaze.com sent a formal offer to Jimmy Garoppolo. The letter said, quote, we want to offer you the opportunity to be a spokesperson for our company as both an advocate of marijuana and cannabinoids, as well as the adult, film in, uh, adult entertainment industry. So this is a, a double whammy. So, yeah, if he wants to be a spokesperson for an adult film site slash... <laughs> marijuana site. Yeah. Uh, he got a sponsorship offer because of what happened with let this. Me, I, wait,
3: you know, you, you laugh, but let me ask you, suppose he said, I, I would like to do a spokesman for the marijuana site because I know that the effects of marijuana on cancer patients relieve a lot of the nausea and illnesses that they go through. And it helps a lot of other sick people. Would Would that bother you? Is that is that supposed to bother people? I'm not sure. It, it certainly wouldn't bother
4: me. Look, I think this is kind of one of the interesting developing stories in all of sports is that as as marijuana gets legalized more throughout the country, it feels weird that guys can be suspended for failing a drug test right. for actors, marijuana. Actors come out and advocate for marijuana use. I mean, athletes do it. I mean, Eugene Monroe has done – I mean, you know, former athletes. I think some guys that are currently playing kind of beat around the bush with it. But no, I mean, I would have no problem with it. Um, yeah, I would have no problem with it.
3: Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I, again, it's 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 amazing that some of the stuff that we'll go ahead and criticize a player on, and this whole Jimmy Garoppolo thing that just threw me for a loop. I can't believe people made a big deal about that. Uh, if you want to get in on that, that's Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Uh, we got to really search hard and long for some uh, uh, some uh, predictions coming up next. So stick around for that right here on Fox Sports Radio.
2: Mm, come over here, pizza daddy.
3: Remember now Aaron underscore Torres, I'm at stinking genius one Anthony says Jimmy G now a hero to many men they will be the hottest jersey in the NFL. Salute to this icon. Um oh, I was, yeah, was going to say I'll just stop there.
4: All I can say about the last segment is it actually made me hungry for some pizza. I'm not going <laughs> to I'll stop
3: it. I just It uh, actually did. stop it. Just pizza though. Something uh, just wrong pizza with you guys. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Let's. Uh, oh, by the way, I didn't tell you this. You know, when we were talking about adult film stars, my uh, buddy from high school, uh, Doctor Hoffman, is the orthodontist to the film stars, adult film stars, out in Calabasas, Chatsworth area. So, wow! I, yeah. Who has a better bet he, job, him or me? Huh? I was gonna
4: say, I bet he's seen some things when uh, he says open wide. You know, if, if you know what I mean.
3: Wow! Did you have to go there? He's here all. I mean, all that's his job. That's his
4: job. I'm just, uh, I'm just Jane. saying. I'm Unbelievable. just saying. Unbelievable. That's just, give us
3: music. Is us that not the what an orthodontist does? Please. No, not that music. <laughs> give us give us picks music. Oh, the heck. This is we can why make I picks. Do. We can this is do a lot of I, things with this music. Yeah, I know. This is why I end up working late at night and the bosses don't like me. This is why they say uh, we can't be responsible. We're alive 22 hours a day. The last two hours with Artie, we, we can't be held responsible. Kawhi going to be a Laker. Well, not before we... Start next show. But before we start the NBA season, I'm sticking with that. That's my first prediction, Aaron. I'm sticking that Kawhi is still going to go ahead and be a Laker. I, my first prediction,
4: Jimmy Garoppolo does not win a Super Bowl this year, but it is not because of who he
3: dates. I, I strong that. one. That's All a right. strong one, right? Coming really hard on that one. We talked from worst to first in the NFL this year. There's going to be two. The San Francisco 49ers going from worst to first in the division. And my, New York Giants, the G-Men with the running game now, worst to first in the NFC East, Aaron. If San Francisco does make that
4: run, does Kiara Mia get like a, a division title ring or anything like that? I mean, she would have played a role, I would think, in, in, uh, in the success of the 49ers. No? What do
0: you say we order a Pizza.
4: So I hate that. My prediction—I I already said yeah. it. Texans are going to be vastly improved. I love Deshaun Watson. I am so on board with Deshaun Watson. I think he will win an MVP before the end of his career. I think he's that good. So By Texans way, get that turnaround.
3: Isn't there an adult film star that just retired that's doing like a sports podcast? Lisa Ann, I believe. No, somebody else.
4: Oh, you know oh, who I'm talking um, about? I do because I'm really it, in a it's sports like, podcast, not because of the other thing um it is uh i can't remember
3: her name but yes i think with uh like uh gilbert arenas or yeah, something right? yeah that's who it is
4: yeah big gilbert arenas fan that's how i know about
3: it i think it's like, like mia something or other i don't remember Not yeah that's, that's mia, a- mia, khalifa. <laughs> mia khalifa yeah that's
1: mia khalifa yeah Big so fan of her work, Chad Kelly. You, you guys remember say, Chad Kelly from old Miss that's right. tried to slide in her DMs, yeah. and then like I think it was Wilson Contreras of the Cubs tried to do the same thing. Didn't
3: LeBron try to slide into somebody's DM too?
1: It I wasn't a porn star, I don't think, but maybe. Yeah, I do. I, By the I way, think so.
4: if I can clarify, when I said I'm a big fan of her work, I meant with Gilbert
3: Arenas. Just so that's on the record, just want that to be clarified. No, that's not on the record. We're not going to take that on the record. Uh, Red Sox pull away. From the New York Yankees, this won't be a race. They have a a four-and-a-half game lead. It was five-and-a-half. Yankees got one back. Red Sox are the best team in baseball right now. They'll pull away. They'll run away from the Red Sox. They'll win that division easily. My final prediction, how about Tiger
4: Woods winning the British Open tomorrow? I don't know if I really believe it, but, hey, YOLO, right? you got to live your life sometimes. Tiger did look awesome for about 16 holes today. I actually got up early here on the West Coast to watch when I heard he was in contention. Uh, Then he kind of shanked a couple shots on the final few holes but I got Tiger winning it all, raising that claret
3: jug, and he will be back.
4: Sassy. Everybody.
3: How far is he off the lead? Do we know? Do I know? No. Do like you two know? shots off the lead. I think. Uh, how is. great would it be if he won, huh?
4: It would be unbelievable. I mean, 10 years since he won his last major. I think they said it's been five years since he's even led at a major. By the way, I called it the British Open. I think people
3: will get upset. The Open Championship, excuse me. Oh, you, it's okay. You can call you, it the British you give Open. You forgive me, Arnie? Okay. I say it's okay. Um, I would love to see Tiger win. You know, I was um, doing a remote at that golf course. I forget the name of it in Thousand Oaks. Tiger was playing out there. It was one of those match plays. Everybody was gone. It was like 6.30 at night, 6.45. We're just wrapping up the show at 7. Nobody's there other than Tiger. Just sitting there reading the USA Today sports section. Look at the lines. For uh, college football and see what's coming up. Really? Well, I will say this, is that I finished (laughs)
4: that Tiger Woods uh, major biography that just came out. It was uh, Armin Kataean. And the one thing that really kind of was amazing to me was they said that not only is he the most gifted player ever, but that he is the hardest worker and that he is a guy that loves to practice, loves to be on the range, that had as much to do with his success as anything, is that he loves to practice as much as he loves to play. So the fact that he was the last guy at the course doesn't surprise me at all, even if he was
3: making a few gambling picks there at the end. I love, you know, sausage, I love Tiger. I love Tiger. By the way, Straight out of Vegas is uh, coming up next with the guys, R.J. Bell and uh, Steve Colfield. Obviously, check them out to give you a Vegas perspective on uh, what's going on in the world of sports. I wonder if they're going to do worse the first. Remember, 26 teams. Have gone from worst to first uh, since 2001. So I so uh, wonder if they got yeah. Oh, I want to see if they've got some good picks also. But they're coming up uh, real soon at the top of the hour. Thanks to the crew. Thanks to Raider Ryan, obviously. Uh, thanks to Eminem. Thanks to the Sager. Thanks to my partner Aaron Torres. Uh, I'm Marty Spaniowak. Like we said straight out of Vegas coming up next. That Vegas perspective. You guys are going to love it if you haven't heard them yet. Uh, the guys really do a great job. Um, we'll be back. I'll be back tomorrow night with my partner. Uh, Chris
0: Plank, this is Fox Sports Radio. I love sausage, by the way.